You're listening to The Big Bible Read, an initiative of The Pulse and The Word radio stations. For Bible study resources and to join a community of other Bible readers, visit bigbibleread.com. Genesis chapter 45. Joseph was no longer able to control himself before all his attendants, so he cried out, Make everyone go out from my presence. No one remained with Joseph when he made himself known to his brothers. He wept loudly. The Egyptians heard it, and Pharaoh's household heard about it. Joseph said to his brothers, I am Joseph. Is my father still alive? His brothers could not answer him because they were dumbfounded before him. Joseph said to his brothers, Come closer to me. So they came near. Then he said, I am Joseph, your brother, whom you sold into Egypt. Now, do not be upset and do not be angry with yourselves because you sold me here, for God sent me ahead of you to preserve life. For these past two years, there has been a famine in the land, and for five more years, there will be neither plowing nor harvesting. God sent me ahead of you to preserve you on the earth and to save your lives by a great deliverance. So now, it is not you who sent me here, but God. He has made me an advisor to Pharaoh, Lord over all his household, and ruler over all the land of Egypt. Now go up to my father quickly and tell him, this is what your son Joseph says, God has made me Lord of all Egypt. Come down to me, do not delay. You will live in the land of Goshen, and you will be near me. You, your children, your grandchildren, your flocks, your herds, and everything you have. I will provide you with food there, because there will be five more years of famine. Otherwise, you would become poor, you, your household, and everyone who belongs to you. You and my brother Benjamin can certainly see with your own eyes that I really am the one who speaks to you. So tell my father about all my honor in Egypt and about everything you have seen, But bring my father down here quickly. Then he threw himself on the neck of his brother Benjamin and wept. And Benjamin wept on his neck. He kissed all his brothers and wept over them. After this, his brothers talked with him. Now it was reported in the household of Pharaoh, Joseph's brothers have arrived. It pleased Pharaoh and his servants. Pharaoh said to Joseph, Say to your brothers, Do this, load your animals and go to the land of Canaan. Get your father and your households and come to me. Then I will give you the best land in Egypt, and you will eat the best of the land. You are also commanded to say, Do this. Take for yourselves wagons from the land of Egypt for your little ones and for your wives. Bring your father and come. Don't worry about your belongings, for the best of all the land of Egypt will be yours. So the sons of Israel did as he said. Joseph gave them wagons as Pharaoh had instructed, and he gave them provisions for the journey. He gave sets of clothes to each one of them, but to Benjamin... He gave 300 pieces of silver and five sets of clothes. To his father, he sent the following, 10 donkeys loaded with the best products of Egypt and 10 female donkeys loaded with grain, food, and provisions for his father's journey. Then he sent his brothers on their way and they left. He said to them, as you travel, don't be overcome with fear. So they went up from Egypt and came to their father Jacob in the land of Canaan. They told him, Joseph is still alive and he is ruler over all the land of Egypt. Jacob was stunned, for he did not believe them. But when they related to him everything Joseph had said to them, and when he saw the wagons that Joseph had sent to transport him, their father Jacob's spirits revived. Then Israel said, Enough, my son Joseph is still alive. I will go and see him before I die. Chapter 46 So Israel began his journey, taking with him all that he had. When he came to Beersheba, he offered sacrifices to the God of his father Isaac. God spoke to Israel in a vision during the night and said, Jacob, Jacob. He replied, Here I am. 
He said, I am God, the God of your father. Do not be afraid to go down to Egypt, for I will make you into a great nation there. I will go down with you to Egypt, and I myself will certainly bring you back from there. Joseph will close your eyes. Then Jacob started out from Beersheba, and the sons of Israel carried their father Jacob, their little children, and their wives in the wagons that Pharaoh had sent along to transport him. Jacob and all his descendants took their livestock and the possessions they had acquired in the land of Canaan, and they went to Egypt. He brought with him to Egypt his sons and grandsons, his daughters and granddaughters, all his descendants. These are the names of the sons of Israel who went to Egypt, Jacob and his sons, Reuben, the firstborn of Jacob. The sons of Reuben, Hanak, Palu, Hezron, and Carmi. The sons of Simeon, Jemiel, Jamin, Ohad, Jachin, Zohar, and Shal, the son of a Canaanite woman. The sons of Levi, Gershon, Kohath, and Merari. The sons of Judah, Ur, Onan, Shelah, Perez, and Zerah. But Ur and Onan died in the lands of Canaan. The sons of Perez were Hezron and Hamel. The sons of Issachar, Tola, Pua, Joshub, and Shimron. The sons of Zebulun, Sered, Elon, and Jaleel. These were the sons of Leah, whom she bore to Jacob in Padan Aram, along with Dinah, his daughter. His sons and his daughters numbered 33 in all. The sons of Gad, Zephron, Hagi, Shuni, Esbon, Eri, Aradi, and Areli. The sons of Asher, Imna, Ishva, Ishvi, Bariah, and Sarah, their sister. The sons of Bariah were Heber and Malkiel. These were the sons of Zilpah, whom Laban gave to Leah, his daughter. She bore these to Jacob, sixteen in all. The sons of Rachel, the wife of Jacob, Joseph and Benjamin. Manasseh and Ephraim were born to Joseph in the land of Egypt. Asenath, daughter of Potipharah, priest of On, bore them to him. The sons of Benjamin, Bela, Becher, Ashbel, Gera, Naaman, Ehi, Rosh, Mupam, Hupam, and Ard. These were the sons of Rachel, who were born to Jacob, fourteen in all. The sons of Dan, Hushem, the sons of Naphtali, Jaziel, Guni, Jezer, and Shillem. These were the sons of Bilhah, whom Laban gave to Rachel his daughter. She bore these to Jacob, seven in all. All the direct descendants of Jacob who went to Egypt with him were sixty-six in number. This number does not include the wives of Jacob's sons. Counting the two sons of Joseph who were born to him in Egypt, all the people of the household of Jacob who were in Egypt numbered seventy. Jacob sent Judah before him to Joseph to accompany him to Goshen. So they came to the land of Goshen. Joseph harnessed his chariot and went up to meet his father Israel in Goshen. When he met him, he hugged his neck and wept on his neck for quite some time. Israel said to Joseph, Now let me die, since I have seen your face and know that you are still alive. Then Joseph said to his brothers and his father's household, I will go up and tell Pharaoh, My brothers and my father's household who are in the land of Canaan have come to me. The men are shepherds. They take care of livestock. They have brought their flocks and their herds and all that they have. Pharaoh will summon you and say, What is your occupation? Tell him, Your servants have taken care of cattle from our youth until now, both we and our fathers, so that you may live in the land of Goshen. For everyone who takes care of sheep is disgusting to the Egyptians. Matthew chapter 14. At that time, Herod the Tetrarch 
heard reports about Jesus. And he said to his servants, this is John the Baptist. He has been raised from the dead. And because of this, miraculous powers are at work in him. For Herod had arrested John, bound him, and put him in prison on account of Herodias, his brother Philip's wife, because John had repeatedly told him, It is not lawful for you to have her. Although Herod wanted to kill John, he feared the crowd because they accepted John as a prophet. But on Herod's birthday, the daughter of Herodias danced before them and pleased Herod, so much that he promised with an oath to give her whatever she asked. Instructed by her mother, she said, Give me the head of John the Baptist here on a platter. Although it grieved the king because of his oath and the dinner guests, he commanded it to be given. So he sent and had John beheaded in the prison. His head was brought on a platter and given to the girl, and she brought it to her mother. Then John's disciples came and took the body and buried it and went and told Jesus. Now when Jesus heard this, he went away from there privately in a boat to an isolated place. But when the crowd heard about it, they followed him on foot from the towns. As he got out, he saw the large crowd, and he had compassion on them, and healed their sick. When evening arrived, his disciples came to him, saying, This is an isolated place, and the hour is already late. Send the crowds away so that they can go into the villages and buy food for themselves. But he replied, They don't need to go. You give them something to eat. They said to him, We have here only five loaves and two fish. Bring them here to me, he replied. Then he instructed the crowds to sit down on the grass. He took the five loaves and the two fish, and looking up to heaven, he gave thanks and broke the loaves. He gave them to the disciples, who in turn gave them to the crowds. They all ate and were satisfied, and they picked up the broken pieces left over, twelve baskets full. Not counting women and children, there were about five thousand men who ate. Immediately, Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go ahead of him to the other side, while he dispersed the crowds. And after he sent the crowds away, he went up to the mountain by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there alone. Meanwhile, the boat, already far from land, was taking a beating from the waves because the wind was against it. As the night was ending, Jesus came to them walking on the sea. When the disciples saw him walking on the water, they were terrified and said, It's a ghost, and cried out with fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them, Have courage, it is I. Do not be afraid. Peter said to him, Lord, if it is you, order me to come to you on the water. So he said, Come. Peter got out of the boat, walked on the water, and came toward Jesus. But when he saw the strong wind, he became afraid and started to sink. He cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him, saying to him, You of little faith, why do you doubt? When they went up into the boat, the wind ceased. Then those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. After they had crossed over, they came to the land of Genesaret. When the people there recognized him, they sent word into all the surrounding areas, and they brought all their sick to him. They begged him if they could only touch the edge of his cloak, and all who touched it were healed.
Psalm 19, for the music director, a psalm of David. The heavens declare the glory of God. The sky displays his handiwork. Day after day it speaks out. Night after night it reveals his greatness. There is no actual speech or word, nor is its voice literally heard. Yet its voice echoes throughout the earth. Its words carry to the distant horizon. In the sky he has pitched a tent for the sun. Like a bridegroom it emerges from its chamber. Like a strong man, it enjoys running its course. It emerges from the distant horizon and goes from one end of the sky to the other. Nothing can escape its heat. The law of the Lord is perfect and preserves one's life. The rules set down by the Lord are reliable and impart wisdom to the inexperienced. The Lord's precepts are fair and make one joyful. The Lord's commands are pure and give insight for life. The commands to fear the Lord are right and endure forever. The judgments given by the Lord are trustworthy and absolutely just. They are of greater value than gold, than even a great amount of pure gold. They bring greater delight than honey, than even the sweetest honey from a honeycomb. Yes, your servant finds moral guidance there. Those who obey them receive a rich reward. Who can know all his errors? Please do not punish me for sins I am unaware of. Moreover, keep me from committing flagrant sins. Do not allow such sins to control me then I will be blameless and innocent of blatant rebellion. May my words and my thoughts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my sheltering rock and my Redeemer. The scriptures quoted are from the Net Bible, netbible.com. Copyright 1996-2019. Used with permission from Biblical Studies Press, LLC. All rights reserved.